Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. And when I look at what's happening on the other side, I encourage it. I say, no, no, I I think the new Green Deal or whatever the hell they call it. The Green New Deal, right? Green New Deal. I encourage it. I think think it's really something that they should promote. They should work hard on. It's something our country needs. Desperately, they have to go out and get it. But I'll take the other side of that argument only because I'm mandated to. I'm mandated. But they should stay with that argument. Never change. Never change. No planes. No energy. When the wind stops blowing, that's the end of your electric. Let's hurry up. (laughs) Darling, is the wind blowing today? I'd like to watch television, darling. (laughs) Now, first of all, I love it, baby, because he's exactly right. They are so plain into his hands. And they've got a total of 12. You've got now this, this, this buffoon from the failed state of Washington, who, by the way, Macbeth, if Dan Quayle and John Edwards had one of those unholy forest preserve babies, he would be Jay Inslee. Have you seen this guy on, uh, on little Georgie Stephanopoulos? Yes. His entire platform is on combating green well, it's on yeah, combating he's, global he's warming all in. and promoting green energy. Now, he's, the, the he's thing all in. The thing that's beautiful about this is this is the pathway for Trump to get the absolute support of every single Republican. And I'll tell you this, you know, my argument before I said, you know, first of all, we're in Illinois. What the hell good is a Republican vote in Illinois? Number one. But number two, I don't play the binary choice. So I write none of the above and I file my my uh, little sheet and then break down the politics, smoke out the spin. But when you put up these eco Nazis. Against anybody else, you're going to get me to vote. And this time, my vote will be from Florida where it counts. And you want to know something? I was thinking about this on the way here. By the way, this is the Liberty Hour. Did I say that? No, neither of us did, actually. All right, this is the Liberty Hour where we discuss and dissect political talking points. And what we do also is I watch TV on my way here, and I take all of the other things I was going to talk about, and I'm obsessed with talking about the, you know, because I have that last thing in my head, first thing out of my mouth thing. Yeah, just a little bit. And um, to watch George Stephanopoulos and to watch this interview and to look at the, at the, uh, the culmination of eco-Nazis, because one thing that all 12 of these Democrat socialists can agree on is that we must conform and we must be coerced into agreeing with this platform, because after all, this is the new World War II. This is the greatest threat. Yeah, that's to, literally been said. This is what they're saying. Yeah. And you know something, Macbeth? Which, which wouldn't that make it World War III? Well, it's scary. 
Yes, it would have been. You know, one, but it's two, scary because three. you're hearing a uniform chant to control the citizens of America. Yeah, disguised as a chant, as a as a movement to uh, uh, progress and innovate. Um, but really, whenever anybody says, well, we have to conform to one thought process, that's the last thing you get is progress or innovation. And I, I filled in for Joe Walsh on Friday. As you know, you were my guy in the booth. Yeah, I the, tried to keep the it on the rails. And um, what I wanted to achieve, because, you know, Joe Walsh big platform, baby. He's in, I don't know how many stations throughout the country. It's, it's close to 90, it's somewhere huge. around 90. It's huge. And one of the things that I think is, is crucially important for us, the opposition to the eco-Nazis, the opposition to the tyrants of both parties, by the way. One thing I think it's crucially important for us to identify, recognize, and combat constantly is the fact that you have a bunch of people who deem themselves so knowledgeable, so erudite, so virtuous, that it's irrelevant what your rights are anymore. It is about making you bend knee and conform to their principles. I think that so is So that happening. they may achieve their altruism. Exactly. That's, that's the thing, is they see themselves uh, wrongly as, as we're going to save the world. But in the meantime, you're going to starve kids. You know what bothers me, brother? Isn't just that these people are completely unqualified and dim-witted. It isn't the fact that no one is talking about um, the Soviet Bernie Sanders and his origins back to the communist Russia. It's the fact that it's using the same platform that took the Bolsheviks. They were less than 10% of the population when they seized power in Russia. The problem was they seized the key powers. And before you knew it, it was over with. Yeah, they also played to the fears of the uh, proletariat. I mean, and the were, way in which they sold co-opting it, unions, just as they have here. And the way in which they sold it, they sent out their intellectual elites, the urban intellectual elites, to the countryside, and they said, "We've examined the problems, and we have the solutions. And now we must come together to invest in the Soviet Union, Mother Russia." That is the exact same talking points. That is being spewed, whether it's the new and AOC, whether it's the old and Bernie Sanders, whether it's this dimwit Jay Inslee, Beto O'Rourke, just pick one of them. It's the same mantra. And the problem I have is that the Democrat Party, for the most part, the people in the Democrat Party, and we're, we're surrounded by them. I get them coming in and out of uh, the cigar store, calling the real estate company. We bump into them. They are step and fetch behind it. And earlier in the week, uh, Nancy, I can't feel myself face Pelosi. She told the other Democrat representatives, just as they would in a Politburo, you will get in line and you will get behind our mission. You have literally, if you look at this from a perspective of stepping back, you have Germany in 1933. You have Mother Russia in 1917. You have Cuba in the 50s. You have the same kind of talk where only these few people, these self-proclaimed enlightened, have the vision in which to control all of us. Now, I like going into the weeds. I really do. And I like making fun of uh, Bernie Sanders. I like making fun of uh, even Elon Musk, for yeah. example, with the SpaceX. I'm listening to the thing. And you hear the reports. And nobody talks. You know, he got $4.5 million from America. He got $4.5 million from Europe. He got, I don't, nobody knows how much he got from Russia. He's partnered with Airbus. Yep. It's one great scam. I, 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 but, I, but they, weren't they, uh, did they miss their credit payment, their interest payment? That's details. Don't oh, get right. hung up on the details. Right. Because this is also the week that he cut with <laughs> China the agreement 
to put the Tesla, which, by the way, is extremely flammable, to put those in Shanghai. They're going to be now made. Did you see it? They're well, going to be manufactured. Gonna, you're not going to make that much of a difference in the pollution of that city. Please. A couple of lithium batteries going up. Doesn't matter. And I'll tell you what. If you think I'm wrong, I tried to get on first Friday. I tried to get the attorney that was suing uh, Tesla, yeah. the only one. Because people don't realize when you buy one of those, because so few of us can afford them, even with the $14,000 kickback subsidies, it's the only car company in America, in the history of the world, that when you buy it, you have to sign a non-disclosure. A non-disclosure. Isn't that interesting? What do you mean i got to sign it? Well, I'm buying a product here. So I they got, can manage the message. Because it, they know, you know it sucks. Drives and they, itself into a wall. They or, don't want the word getting out because they have to position themselves yeah. to be the windmills of vehicles. And that's the other thing. You listen to these idiots talk. You're talking about technology that's 100 years old, and you're claiming that we must invest in it. You know, um, when the Ferrari made the 458 Italia, this was, I don't know, close to 10 years ago, yeah. a, a number of them caught fire because of an adhesive that was used in the rear wheel wells. It's very close. It's a you know, mid-engine car. Sure. And um, they, they, you know, they put the pictures up on their own social media of, of the cars on fire. They outed and, themselves. And when somebody asked them, they said, we have the hottest cars on earth. They turned it into a joke. Sure. I mean, that, that's how you manage something like that, not by trying to, uh, you know, you want to talk about Soviet tactics. Tesla keeps it secret because they keep it secret because the reality is, and all you must do is Google it, they are burning up at an alarming rate, not to mention they suck. They break down at every chance they can. And how do you think a battery-operated car does in this weather? You know, the global warming we're suffering right now where it's one yeah. freaking degree. How do you think it does? You're, you're going to drop a little bit of uh, capacity, especially when it's so real cold. ridiculous. And they keep yeah. presenting it as if it's going to be the Jetsons. It'll be great and it'll be new because the reality is... You know, the the reason- Jetsons car flew. That's the exactly. promise that's been broken to us the for reason, decades. We were all told that in 2000, we would have flying cars. Think back. When you were five, they said, course. in the year 2000, you're going to have a flying car. And, and, the, and, and Back to the Future told me 2015. Both of them lied. Do you know that the New York Post, I, I'll tell you what, I give credit where credit's due. The New York Post has an article that just came out about AOC and the money she spends on transportation from one of the smallest districts in the country. Did you see the response to that by the uh, founder of Greenpeace? I did not. Oh, it's fantastic. I'll pull it up for you during the break. All right, when we got to take that break? Uh, the music's going to start playing right about now. All right, so we'll be taking your calls. We'll be catching up on the clip. 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. My name is Sean Thompson. That's Macbeth. We'll be back after these messages. Sean from Elmwood Park. It's the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM 560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night. And now we do the podcast. But I got to tell you, McCraft, it's not as much fun. Really, it's not because you're not there. You do the podcast. That's what I mean. Yeah. Although it does keep you quiet. Mike on the north side, thanks for calling the show. How are you, buddy? Hey, thanks. I really make the liberals' heads explode when they talk about global warming. And I said, thank goodness it's coming. It says in the Bible, the end of days, the earth's going to burn up. And I figure 12 years is perfect because I'll finally pay off my house. <laughs> my pension will be gone. There'll be no Social Security. We'll have anarchy in the streets. Yeah, you just the light liberals, a cigar and watch the, it happen from the picture window. Listen, the liberals would have killed all the babies that would have been smart enough to solve it. So be left with all these idiots on welfare. I said, this is what we need. You know, here's this my- is what we need. Global warming coming. The only guy that can save us is Trump. 
but you don't want to help them. And their heads just explode. Well, here's my thing. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be bothered if liberals were actually saying this. I'm bothered because these are Nazis, man. Are you listening to these people? This is hardcore Nazism. Yeah, Kennedy was it's a It's not even, Mike, it's out of yeah. the closet now. They're basically saying we're socialists and you just you sit better there deal and with shut it. up. Yep. And here's the problem. You know, uh, Macbeth, it, it, I have a dear friend of mine that I grew up with. You, I haven't seen him for 35 years. Smart kid, right? On the Sounds Facebook, like a dear friend. On the fa- yeah, well, you know, we're from Morrow's Park. We say dear friend all the time. Anyway, um, you know, he's, he's, he's one of these guys whose parents were teachers. He's a Democrat. He pretends like he didn't live in the same neighborhood. I what I did. He didn't see the, the, the waste, fraud, and abuse, and the open corruption. No, no, no. He's a victim of it. Anyway, he moves out to Minnesota, which I guess is the land of fruits and honeys. I can't figure it out. He's happy as could be, talking about the infrastructure and how good it is. And he gets in an argument with Macbeth. He gets in an argument with people on, the, on Facebook. And one thing I'm amazed at is it, their ability to rationalize why they should be in control of you and your decisions. Yes. It's, it is a scary thing. If you, just, if you don't get in the argument and you watch it. Well, it boiled down say, to, and here's the funny part, it boiled down to, I'm okay paying higher taxes because I like highways. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just, yeah. You know why? Not, because uh, these ideas, these, these Nazism ideas, this global warming, all of their ideas, if they were volunteer, if they could only get money through you believing them and giving your money, they'd be broke. Or even if they actually presented a solution to a problem which exists. Because, the problem is made up. And then the solution is, is they pretend that it's going to address the problem. In real case, this is all simply money. Oh, this is give us your money and me, give us control over how you make your money in the future. Look at the argument. That's all this. They don't want to talk about the facts, right? No. The, the one degree in the ocean well, I was called 430 years. That's an emergency? I was called fat and lazy You're when I actually fa- uh, gave an argument. There, there was no response. You can't, you can't argue with these simpletons. Well, that's how you know you win. Right. Because they can't. And ultimately, when you keep asking them why... Well, like a simple kid would do. Why? 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 They get to the end of that's why. Just listen to me. Yeah. They have no evidence. They right. just want you to believe their story. And the reality is none of them, as it, whether it's Al Gore and his chakra, just rub it, or if it's this AOC, <laughs> right? It, none of them abide by what they're telling you. None oh. of, they're all gods among men. I don't have my Because Stone Cold Said So uh, clip up here but anymore. Be careful Dang. because of this freak. Jay Inslee, yeah. because he's being touted as reasonable. They're oh, not right. focusing on what a failure he is, what a failed state he comes from. And he went on national TV today and blamed the fires in California, which were set by the electric company, blame them on global warming. And I'll tell you what, he also said something I found very interesting, Macbeth. He talked about the streets and the sidewalks in Miami Beach being raised as if it was a consensus. Right. You know, I'm down there, baby. Yeah. The locals it, aren't too hot about they that. They went crazy. They filed lawsuits. They yeah. marched. They picketed. But see, the tyrant doesn't want you to focus on the abuse, Well, just on his version of it. People would think, okay, well, that, that sounds like a very proactive, uh, practical approach to, okay, we're going to deal with what might be future higher levels of seas. Okay, that makes sense, right? Well, no. What you're doing is putting the grade of your house now lower in comparison to the street. I mean, I'll tell That's you what. That's how you this flood is, property. This is true fascism, and I want to see where, where Antifa is. What happened ah. in Miami Beach is fascism. Where are you, baby? Yes. Because they're not fascists. They're communist uh, commandos. That's what they are. Tom, Deer Park, I want to thank you for calling the show. How are you, buddy? I'm fine, thanks. I, I just I called in because I wanted to ask you a question and touch on what you're speaking about. has to do with AOC. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding that she has not opened up a district office for her constituents yet. So she's on TV every night. 
She has 3.3 million followers on Twitter, and yet she hasn't opened an office in her district. So I'm just curious what your take is on that and where we're going with the socialism bit. She spent $17, or I'm sorry, she spent $732 less, less than a congressperson with a, a district twice her size. That's what right. she spent in just travel. Well, and, and here's the thing so about the worry, office. She's young. She'll learn how to cook the books. Specifically about her office, which is what Tom's asking. Yeah. There, there was an opportunity for her to take over the office of the guy she replaced. Mm-hmm. Okay. She said, no, no, no. We're going to go to this building that, that was just built. So it's, there's going to be a delay. Okay. Well, you and I have both dealt with construction delays. They I'm in happen. the middle of one right okay. now. Yeah. But it, she's spending twice as much as she would have to take the other place. But it's not their money. That's right. why they don't care, brother. It's care. like it's like the same it's thing we see new. we see in Illinois. Give give gas taxes, give mileage taxes. These are politicians that we pay their gas. We pay for their life. Yeah. Anything they do, they're they're not bound by it. They are they do not feel the ramifications, which is the only way somebody could rule with the iron fist they they're comfortable ruling with. Unless they're like that guy Mark who, by the way, who knows how he makes his money? I could care less. It's not, it's not my point. My point is, he doesn't just want to spend his money. He wants to spend your money. And he doesn't care about what, you're, what you make, what your decisions are. This is the true face of Nazism. Well, he wants to spend your money while ridiculing you for not having enough of it. And that's, the, that, that's, that's what came out. That's the joke of all yeah. jokes. But that's how you know. Beware. They call themselves liberal. They're fascist tyrants. Every single Democrat out there is a little self-loathing tyrant because they, they're not interested in funding their grand ideas by volunteerism. They're interested only by doing it through law and coercion. I don't think that applies to every Democrat. Everyone. Not show every me one Democrat. that says no, and I'll show you that a Republican no. that doesn't know he's a well, Republican. Well, but see, that's the thing, yeah. is, is when you cling to an identity, identity politics are just as dangerous with, with parties and, and uh, sports teams, if you will. As they are with with color of skin or ethnicity or, or however you affiliate or Tom, you know, your sexual orientation. The point of that is that you can't, you know, when somebody yeah. just says, I'm a Democrat, no matter what, you've talked about it a hundred times. Guys that will agree with everything you say, and then no, 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 I'm a Democrat, I vote Democrat. Tom, can you name an industry, an industry that doesn't have mandated force by the government? Well, I don't know about mandated force. I mean, we're all knee-deep in crony capitalism. I guess I, I would just answer that at least my congressman, Sean Caston, if I want to complain about him grabbing my guns or planting windmills in my front yard, at least I can get a recorded message. I don't even know <laughs> if, if you can do that in, in her district. Uh, that's great. And you know something? When all this kicks boop, in, boop, boop. Sean Caston and his daddy are set up on the back end to be the suppliers and providers. They're the Solyndra hierarchy. And this is the thing. Imagine no one, that. No one makes the correlation between, you, you know, Tom mentioned crony capitalism. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's true. That goes on. But what goes on in the Democrat side is mandated corruption. They're mandating corruption because all these companies where they're forcing us to purchase high prices, all of it. They're all their big contributors. And you know, Macbeth, thanks, Tom, for calling the show. And you know, Macbeth, Friday when I was filling in for Joe Walsh, and by the way, was that 94-year-old man just the greatest oh, call? That was the best call. We had to cut a little bit of it out of the uh, national show. Oh, did you? Yeah, you know, we had to uh, conform but, yeah. it a little bit to... Uh, but what a touching... Just to save ourselves some What complaints. a touching call, but it was prior to that, I believe. It was great. We had the post office retire guy, who was also an older man. Yeah. Who was also a wonderful guy. I'm not, I'm not attacking him. Right. But what but I am... He, he, had, I, he had an affected point of view. But when, he, when I said to him about his union... 
his organized crime extortion labor union that that negotiates against politicians while it pays them. Exactly that point that they give their money eighty percent of it to Democrats. Did you hear what he said? He I don't d- remember. He he denied it. He said, "No, that can't be true." Yeah, right. During the break, I looked it up. It's, I was wrong. It's not 80%. It's, it's 92%. Yeah, I was going to say it's over 90 So we've been, this is the position where you must be very, very vigilant, and you must make sure, do not let fascists get away by calling themselves liberals. Do not let socialists get away with pretending it's a democrat socialism. There's nothing democratic about socialism. It is the ultimate tyranny. And, and people in those unions would say, oh, well, but the union's job is to look out for the best interest of its members. So their, their concern isn't the deficit. Their concern is making sure that their people are taken care of. Well, when that deficit grows and grows and that national debt is well over our GDP now, so, so at what point do you think the whole system collapses and not only do your members out of a job and not getting paid or riding around on a horse like Kevin Costner, <laughs> you end up with, with no pension? When you, can direct, when you can direct fraud and borrow money without supervision, it can last forever. That's the problem in the system. This is the Liberty Hour. My name is Sean Thompson. We'll be back after these messages. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Does the Green New Deal go too far? No. You cannot go too far on the issue of climate change. The future of the planet is at stake. Okay? We have, according to the best scientists in the world, we have 12 years to begin substantially cutting carbon emissions before there will be irreparable damage. He means the best paid scientists. That's what he really means. He he means the best scientists, meaning the ones who agree with what he's about to say. The best paid. See, their data that they're using that they keep browbeating us over the head with, this is what they paid for, right? Kind of like Kraft and his massage. He paid for the the chakra alignment. He's going to get it. That's what this is, because there's significant numbers in scientists that refute these claims. Significant. But that's irrelevant, because they're selling you this fear. And the other thing is, take your eye off the ball. This is a man who's never had a job, ever. I I would venture to guess that if you talk to 20 uh, specifically climate-related scientists, that, you know, probably maybe five of them are crazy enough to say, yes, the world is going to end in 12 years. I will resurrect John Coleman from YouTube. That's my guy. I saw, um, just this past week, I saw, it was something that somebody posted. It was an internet journal um, that was brand new at the time, and it was from 1998, talking about how we had three years before the seas would uh, rise two feet. Sean Caston's father in the In that time, the seas rose one half of one inch. There's something, please. And even that's because they measured it in the one high tide. No, it's because it's been warming up for the last 12,000 years since the ground we were standing on was covered with like 4,000 feet of ice. Sean Caston's father wrote a book in the 90s that said by the year 2010... We're going to need spacesuits to walk outside. Yeah. And this idiot was just elected as well, a Congress. No, this, he's this idiot's right. son. He was right. 
But the reason we need spacesuits is because there's people without vaccinations with their kids giving us the measles and stupid uh, antifity it's spitting on us. That Lord Moncton guy is an interesting cat. Yeah. A very brilliant guy. All right. And he does this thing on windmills because as I watched Georgie Stephanopoulos <laughs> interview this buffoon from Washington, which, by the way, a failed state. Yes. Beyond, do you know that they implemented, they had to implement another tax where each citizen owes 8700 that's they crazy. Just, that's, that's how the deficit is. I mean, it's insane what's going on. These are the people that you're turning to that are in charge. Anyway, he did this, this talking point where he went over the data of windmills and the CO2 that they release because yeah. you have to store the energy for as little amount of time as you can. It constantly has to be running. And they have to be produced and they have to be, you know, They do maintained. exactly the opposite of what you tell them they're going to do. And they're $3 million a piece. Yeah. Are you kidding me with this nonsense? Yeah, in the lifetime of the actual generator that's put up. Now, people don't realize, when you look at these things, these are these are 120-foot blades. Yeah. You know, or 120-foot uh, uh, diameter, um, you know, with these things. That generator piece is like the size of a small Good. car. Does it kill the birds? That generator, oh, yeah, it shreds sure. it. Sure, where's oh, PETA? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, PETA. Who you're, cares? You're throwing red paint on my wife's yeah. mink coat. Yeah. You're, you're Steve not Irwin, bird. Steve Irwin, villain. Yeah. Eagle shredding windmill hero. Love it. So Peter you know works. What? I was uh, during the break. I looked up. You know the five best states in the country to live in. You know what they are. Mm. All right, you ready for this? Let's have it. Nebraska, yeah. South Dakota, okay, Tennessee, yeah, Florida, uh, Oklahoma. You yeah. know what they all have in common? Um, all run by Republicans. Oh, House or their House and their governor. Yeah. Now the bottom five. You ready? Uh, let me guess. Okay. okay. I'm going to say uh, Illinois. New York is the absolute worst, by yeah. the way. New York? It's 50. New, no, not New York. New Jersey. New Jersey? Yeah. Okay. New Jersey's on the uh, top five worst, huh? Yeah. Connecticut? Oh, shocker. Massachusetts? Yeah. Kentucky? Okay. How about Kentucky? And really? Kentucky's the only one well, that has a Republican... Kentucky has liberalized quite a bit over the last decade. Well, so. Kentucky uh, hired Bevin... Yeah, and he just won his second term, but but he was the only one, so right. he's fighting he's fighting the house. Yeah. And uh, Massachusetts just elected a Republican for the the first time, and who knows Massachusetts how long. surprisingly purple state. It's a weird one. I'll tell you the truth. What what you have is is an inability to think about what is happening because you're so caught up in it happening. This is what I noticed watching your little debate today. On my Facebook page. Yeah, you're welcome. I really did. Because what it shows you is this is this is somebody that I that I you know, I haven't seen him in years, but I remember him. Not a bad guy, nice guy, real nice guy. And and the way in which Seems when like he a was a very nice guy until he had no way to counter. When an he argument. was backed in a corner, what does he do? <laughs> Instantly. Right? So in one side of the coin, the the Democrat tyrant socialist is looking out for the poor people. Right. Until the poor people reject their ideas, yeah. then you have no standing because you're a poor person. That's what he showed in his yes, in, in, that's, in the, in that's the Facebook page. Literally, right? where he went. Yes. It's it, it, what it shows you is the the ability of of a man like Bernie Sanders, of a of a woman like AOC, yeah. to to detest the middle class without realizing it. They hate you. Not only do they hate you, they feel you're too stupid for your own freedom, and that's the real issue of what a Democrat is. We're not really the enemy. We're just too stupid for our own freedom. We're too stupid to make the decisions of our own money. And that is why they have to have this scheme, this fear factor. Bernie Sanders has never been right about anything, including wives. Have you taken a look at the wildebeest? But he's just as wrong about this. The problem is he can make laws to control us. He can't make us all go home with his ugly wife. This is Sean Thompson, Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. 
What country do you come from, sir? You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> it's the best, baby. Listen, I, I will get on to the, the Friday night show, but I want to tell you, I, I open up a Drudge Report, and the house is going to open up an obstruction. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. One thing on all of the Sunday shows that follow suit isn't just the guy from Area 51 with the taffy apple. <laughs> Schiff. It's the fact that I love, you almost have to sit back, even though you, you can't stand these people, and I see them for the fraudulent Soviets they are, you almost have to admire the way in which they fight. It doesn't matter. So the Russia thing isn't giving you the result you want. It, just drop it and grab the other thing. Now we're going to go after him for tax evasion. This is a very important topic with very stupid people commenting on it. Because now what they're going to do is they're going to go after him for normal deductions. As I listen to AOC question uh, the guy with the raccoon eyes, the, the rat lawyer, Cohen. Because what she asked him was, is it true? Listen to this, Macbeth, and it'll lead right into our next segment. She asked uh, Cohen, is it true that when Donald Trump wanted to get a loan for his buildings, he would talk up the price? But yet when he had to pay his taxes to the state, he would talk down the price and use a depreciated number. Well, yes, stupid. That's what everyone does. That's what every single person does. And if you're here in Illinois, you could hire Zoot Suit Eddie Berkey's law firm. Or you could hire Little Mike Madigan's or one of these other wannabe mafia The system is set up so that those who aren't connected pay the share that those who are connected don't have to pay. Well, not only that. The other thing she doesn't understand, when she said depreciated, you know what they're going after is tax records, right? Because when you own a property, you can legally depreciate the home. The, the, the attachment to the land. Now, this is something that's customary in our, in our tax laws because those of us who own homes, we have to maintain those homes. Yeah, and Most of us spend more money than we could afford. And it's not just homes. If you're like an over-the-road trucker, you can show the depreciation of your rig over the year. Exactly. But yeah. they're going to take the legalities that he's followed all of his life yeah. and pose them as illegalities. Yeah. Don't write the book. Make somebody else follow that book you know, to their advantage. And then you're going to... So just for everybody's knowledge, because I'm a real estate broker, let me give you a little tip here. Here's how it works. Here's how you can depreciate your house when you own it. Do you know how many years you use as the formula? 27.5 years, Macbeth. Yeah. So you take not the appreciation of everything, not the assembled land and the improvement, just the home value, and you divide that by 27.5. That's what you can deduct against your income for per year. And if you own a commercial piece... It's 39 years you can deduct it. All of Donald Trump's properties are commercial pieces. So they are going to try and make it look as, as a guy who, by the way, you think Donald Trump did his taxes the way you do them or I do them? You think he's got the kitchen table all, all filled up and he's yelling at, at Melania, yeah. Melania, you have the receipts? Sure. That's not how it works. He's got a team, a staff of accountants and attorneys. So if there is an impropriety, guess what? Go after the accountant that prepared it, too. See, but I do like where they're going, because this is what the Republicans, if they had any testicle fortitude, this is how they would go after the, the, the opposing team. 
Show me yours and your spouse's tax returns. Yeah. See, because that's the dirty little secret. It's why little Dick Durbin's wife is a lobbyist. You don't really think she can do anything, do you? Do you really think that if Dick Durbin wasn't a, a senator, his wife would be a lobbyist? She's a front, a shill. That's what she is. And that's where the, where the crime happens. Just like uh, uh, Joe Biden's son. Just like uh, how... how uh, Pelosi's husband is just this fantastic developer, but only since she went into politics. Because before that, he was moonlighting, selling cars for Burt Wyman. That's the scam. That's what they do. And it's just sickening. So take what they're doing against Donald Trump, who I can argue with on many levels. But when right is right and wrong is wrong. And the fact that they use the weight and force of government against people they don't like, that means one day they might not like you. And when they don't like you, that comes down on you. Well, I'll bet if they knew you, they wouldn't like you already. Oh, nobody likes me. Yeah. But here's how I beat them. I just don't work. Huh, what are you going to do? I got, I got nothing for you. I'm right. Um, but one of the things, I actually do work, and I work a lot. Did you just pull a Studio 54 in as, the air? As a real estate, <laughs> as a real estate, <laughs> as a real estate broker, one of the things I do is I go back and forth, and I haven't always focused on markets. Right. Because I like that. Yeah. I look What's at everything. Too? I look at everything like a market. So we had a question. On uh, Friday, the last question of the show. Yeah. And the guy asked, he said, you know, I'd like your take on uh, what happened in 2008. Yeah. And you know what happened in 2008? It wasn't the housing bubble. It was society losing Confidence. its fundamentals and its, it, 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 well, no, it lost its character because you had scumbag lawyers, right? Right. Tell people who bought property, you know what? You're a victim. It isn't your fault you signed the mortgage paper. It isn't your fault you have a promissory note. You were conned. You know, you were lied to. The big banks. What it was. Someone else is responsible for your ignorance. It was both people were culpable. Right. It was a play on the greed of the consumer and and an alleviation of rules and regulations by the by the, the debt. The debtor. Yeah. And that's what happened. And then when it all imploded, everybody who lost money, they made them feel like a victim. Yeah. So now it was easy to stiff your neighbor. Well, not only that. It was that. easy to walk away. It was easy to say to your, your friends, you know, help me pay this off and forget about, will you do debt reduction? But when you talk about the, the easing of, of the regulations and rules on, on how people work, you know, in that industry, there were two guys at the end of that uh, who, who really spearheaded the fight. We're going we're gonna to bring this back. We're going to fix this whole thing. And they were the two guys that caused it in the first place. And that was Chris Dodd and Barney Frank. That's exactly correct. Exactly right. And that's why they wrote laws to destroy free banks, to destroy independent lenders. That's when they use. They use that opportunity to really seize the economy. And that's why it's going to happen again, because they've done the same thing. And we're on the precipice of another real estate collapse. My name is Sean Thompson. We'll be back after this. I almost said in for Joe Walsh, but that's not yet. Man, you're, you're affected a little bit by this week. Is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Make no mistake of it. The erudite politician and his propagandists, they're not looking out for the little guy. They're using you as a tool, as a weapon. The minute you speak or question against their authority, guess what? Now you're, you're, you're besmirched because of your inability to be on their level. Because what they really are saying is you're too stupid for freedom. You're too stupid to manage your own money. And that's why every time they're in power, 
yours, your liberty and your freedom over your life shrink. It's just the reality of things. Make no mistake of it. The Republicans also do it. But the reality is what's happened to the Democrat Party is they are open and out of the closet tyrants. You know this being a homeboy yourself. (laughs) Yes, I do. I do know it being a homeboy myself. Um, So one of the things that uh, we were talking about was the the housing collapse. What do you got there, Macbeth? You look like you're looking for something. I'm running your show. This is what I do from eight to nine every week. And that's for all the people who think you're lazy. You're not lazy. Yeah, that's right. I'm visibly, visible laziness and uh, what was the other thing? Oh, yes. Um, uh, What was it? I can't remember. It was so stupid. I can't commit it to memory. It's it's a shame. It's a shame. But it's it's also eye-opening. Because here's the other thing. These people who have been in charge, um, you were talking about Dodd-Frank before. Yeah, Dodd and Frank. Not, Dodd the, and not Frank. the law, Dodd Frank. Not not to to mention that Chris Dodd went and formed the lobbyist firm with John Boehner. Correct. Who also lives in a two million dollar condo yeah. in Marco Island, like an actual success. The original Oompa Loompa. Chris Dodd sleeping with the with the head of the uh, what was it? Oh, uh, with the fishes now, isn't he? No, no. Please don't get me started. No, he was uh, fooling around with the other fellow who ran the FHA, uh, Barney Frank. And the problem is, what happened is that the Republicans saw that as an opportunity to really take over the housing market. And what they've done in these last 10 years is try to social engineer property again. So they've made it easier for the people who shouldn't have been buying property during this time right. to do it all over again. And, and on the outside, at a first glance, by somebody who doesn't really know the system or the history of it, what they're doing is helping low-income people find housing. See, but what you're actually doing is setting up the exact same calamity again and again again because what they've learned is when someone's afraid when someone's near bankruptcy when they can't afford to have any little thing happen they're susceptible to lies schemes and statism because they're all this is what it is it's statism so when you go to these neighborhoods where maybe the people are barely hanging on right and they're barely making their payments they cannot afford to put up a rebuttal against you of course. And they cannot afford to have something you say bad is going to happen, happen. So they're willing to surrender their freedom. Yeah. They're willing to agree. You know what? I don't just here take more money for the schools because my kids got to go to school yeah. and you hope, know, I'll be, hope blindly that this person is a lot smarter than you are. Rather than focus on the problem and focus on exactly how you're being coerced and controlled. Yeah. And then when the bill comes due. I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. There's no way they could prove exactly, anything. It's exactly right. That's why when you have the city of Chicago put up candidates. They're really 14 versions of the same person. That's why there will never be another governor of Illinois who is not who is not a socialist yeah. or at least a sympathizer to socialism. Well, I think there is a clear distinction uh, between Lori Lightfoot and Tony Preckwinkle, though. Lori Lightfoot. Six inches? Well, Lori Lightfoot, well, that's true. Maybe a chromosome. <laughs> I mean, come um, on. But Lori Lightfoot, has, uh, has st- she still clings to her credibility. She's still outwardly, at least... Um, seems to have a sense of value for her credibility, the, whereas Tony Preckwinkle will like, literally just say anything. She's anything. such a She rat. was knee-deep in the Burke thing, and then she comes yeah. out and says to the trip, I was harder than anybody on Burke. When it's, it's just, the oh, hope with Lightfoot give is that she's not yet owned and controlled by unions. And maybe she'll buck the system like Harold Washington. That well, would be fantastic. And here's the reality. Unlikely, though. Don't get nervous, because no matter what, she's not as crooked, she's not as deceitful, and she's not as manipulative as Rahm Emanuel, who I'll bet you, dollar to a donut, McBath, he ends up on one of these stations with a Sunday show like Georgie. I'm Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back next week. I will be here Tuesday morning, 9.05. I have to go home. I have to go home.
have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.